Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. New year, same dumb shit on our timelines. Two overworked and underappreciated podcasters. Hi, my name is AJ of the AJ Presents the Greater Good Podcast, and here's my also host, Jordan. Jordan, tell the people of On Demand Audio what's going on. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? Episode, what is this, like episode six, socially acceptable? Six or six. It's the first of the uh, 2019 edition. Those of you who are racing to a gym for a rigorous month and a half of your life before you give up in a ball of flames and self-pity. Hey, a gym membership's overrated too, by the way. Like I seen, you know, I I, I do want to say I seen you busting some, uh, you know, pumping some iron in the gym. I was like, okay, go ahead and get it. But at the end of the day, man, you know, I think a gym membership sometimes, you know, sets us up for failure. If you get outside and just, you know, do a, a, a risk, a brisk 30 minutes of cardio, you know, you'll be good. But a gym membership, they take your money and then, you know, you feel defeated because there's that guy in there. There's that perfect person in there he's like fucking tearing it up and it's just like man i want to look like that but i don't want to stop eating you know the things that i'm eating and i'm not going to well i have the metabolism of a brick and i retain (laughs) and i retain water like you wouldn't believe so there's two major pros and two major cons i can put on muscle extremely easily those people who work out for three weeks and be like i don't see any results i'll see them real quick the problem with that is i also put on weight if i get slack very very easily i've been a gym rat for like three or four years now five workouts a week plus cardio every day and i look like this as a living testament to my trash metabolism (laughs) hey my yeah mine's not much better you know i do have to you know yeah it's whatever but um you know peace for the new year i'm 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 trying a a new approach this year okay you know uh i don't know if you've seen maybe have maybe haven't but you know i just and walking away from um, internet beefs, beefs of any kind, and, you know, pointless and unnecessary drama. Pointless and unnecessary drama I could see you escaping from. Internet beefs are what courses through your veins and is your, essentially your lifeblood. It's only because people are so stupid. It, like that's If really- people weren't stupid, Jordan, we wouldn't have this show. Which, by the way, for those of you listening for the first time in 2019, A, Thank you for making your New Year's resolution, uh, appreciating podcasters and helping support people doing things outside of the box. If not, you just happen to stumble on this and we're equally as thankful. But this is a show where two people, myself hosting the AJ Presents a Greater Good Podcast and Jordan hosting his shows. Jordan, shout out your shows real quick. 
Uh, shout out to the Verdict Podcast also and France 360, available both on thehouseofsplash.com. Yeah, I'm available on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play, and now Spotify in the new year. Uh, we started this show because we are forced to wade through the uh, overfilled, waterlogged landfill that is social media in the name of creating content for our respective shows. And while doing that, we just constantly stumble across things that make us question if these people really exist. Are, po- are people truly this dumb? Have they always been this dumb? And they just now have a voice to spread it across the internet. So this is almost like podcaster therapy slash sharing the ignorance for all of us to bask in and shake our damn head. It's definitely, it's more therapy than shaking my head, but there is a lot of shaking my head. But George, would you like to lead off with the first offering of the new year? Okay, so um, this is what I have to offer up. This is one of the first things that I've seen in my timeline that's completely um, already run its course. And uh, we're only about four or five days in the new year. And that is people who um, are making a post claiming that they need help. They need someone to go out of town. They need to know today, though, who can go out of town with them to this luxurious location, making a ton of money that you wouldn't normally be able to make. Oh, God. However, you need to be available on a certain date. And that date is February 29th through the 31st. So if you're, you know, just a, uh, if you're new to mouth breathing, it, like if you haven't <laughs> figured out how to breathe in and out through your nose and keep your mouth closed, then um, you might rush to it and be like, hey, I'm available those days. And, you know, most people are. That's because they don't exist. Okay. And sadly, I'm sure people actually responded to this. Right, right. People are actually like, yo, let me check my schedule. You know, I'll get back to you. DM me. That's one of my favorite things <laughs> to see on a time in the comment section. DM me. Why? Why? <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Before you Why? gave me the before you gave me the dates, I thought this was the newest internet challenge, the the get kidnapped challenge. But right. a, but according to the date, it was the let me get let me gauge the uh, the temperature of stupidity in America challenge. Right. Yeah. Let me see how. Let me see. Let me, you know, this is reading comprehension challenge. Basically. Reading like, comprehension. Like you know, do you really know what's going on, or are you just in such a rush to comment on something that you know you, you're flying right by? You know, all time you're just throwing you know caution and uh, dignity. You know, Dignity as well as, you know, perception to the wind. Just like, hey, you know, I want to go to Miami February 29th. I'll oh, go. God. And that's another thing. Can we quit acting like Miami is like Rio de Janeiro? It's just one of those places. You, you, you know what's going on in Miami, all right? You know what's going on. But Jordan, so in these in these invitations, what was the end game? When inviting February, when inviting people to an imaginary vacation on February 29th, at first, like I said, when I heard the imaginary vacation, I'm like, okay, well, like I said, someone's getting abducted or someone will be abducted while their house is being robbed because we've now certified they'd be out of town. I thought right. those were the two end games. No, the end game is just to out you as an idiot. Then I like this one. If that's the case, <laughs> I absolutely think we should not be mocking this person. This person should be celebrated for this for this piece of uh this piece of data that will now make every moron self-identify. I love it, love it, love it. Well, they are self-identifying. I mean, people in the comment section are quick to be like, yo, you know, holla at me, 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 me. Like, come on, man. Y'all God. can't be this stupid. Uh, Jordan, this we, we should have used this for our savings. This would have been great for the savings portion, an imaginary vacation. Hey, you know, well, you know, <laughs> this this there's not 
savings and if it's imaginary. Well, the, the well, thing. Jordan, I hate to break it to you. There's no free Disney tickets either. <laughs> and The Rock's not giving away those cars. And Ellen doesn't give four fucks how much money you have because she's not giving you any of hers. It's all you, imaginary. You, so you're telling me that Tyler Perry is not going to give away some money if I share the status? Tyler Perry will give away as much money as that Miami vacation will provide joy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't know. The Miami T- vacation. Show me the lie. <laughs> That February 29th Miami vacation will bring you just as much joy as the money Tyler Perry is going to give you. That's true, though. You'll have just as much fun as he is giving away money. Maybe even more so, because at least you're going to be looking at pictures of Miami, thinking about all the stuff you're going to do, like researching all the spots you're going to go to. You're going to get to think you're going to Miami for, what, two, three days before reality sets in? Right. You've spent the money already. You're in your mind. You're like, yo, I'm buying this. I'm buying that. Hey, then it might know. even motivate you to like pick up some overtime at your job. Like, I'm going to need some more. Yeah. Just in case, just in case they tripping when we get down there. I might need a little pocket money, but the travel's already covered. It might <laughs> it might trick you into, into actually doing something productive for a little while. Oh, my God. If Now, if it tricks you into being productive, then yes, then I'm not going to bash it either. You don't think one person picked up overtime at their job thinking just in case they got down there? Somebody, I don't know. I, I hope not. I hope that they did their due diligence first. Look at a calendar to make sure you got to work. I don't know. Just I don't know. Just do your due diligence when you, you're commenting on things and you're sharing things. Like in the status, the internet's a funny place, man. Like, just do your due diligence. Jordan, there's at least one person who looked at their homeboy like, man, what if you got to work? Man, I'm calling out sick that day. I'm going to show them. <laughs> Dude, I'm calling out. Shit, fuck new niggas, man. Burger <laughs> King can have that shit. <laughs> you know you at least one person did that, too. Because we're speaking on, you know, social media trends and people commenting. Now, you brought up something that was, you know, kind of like its own craze, too, though. Ladies and gentlemen, apparently you can't just watch a movie anymore in 2019. You can't sit by, you can't enjoy it. Be like, hey man, I, I, I need to let people know it's a pretty good movie. You need to take it to the internet and just spread it out like pamphlets and propaganda. Like a Jehovah's Witness going door to door. Telling people, about Bird Box, ladies and gentlemen, Bird Box. If you haven't figured it out, we're talking about Bird Box. Oh, you haven't heard about Bird Box? Well, I'd like to welcome you to your first day outside the Amish community. This is what we call electricity. Right. Right, because if you have electricity in any way, shape, or form, you knew all about Bird Box before you, you knew turned, about it. Before you turned it on, before you even entertained the idea of watching it. And I will say right now, I enjoyed the movie. I thought the ending was so flat. It was a movie that built up to what should have been a very epic ending, and the ending was just bad. The whole movie was just like, man, what's going on? But I was interested, I was enthralled, I was enjoying it, and the ending just like gave me nothing. There was no payoff. But this isn't even about the movie. The movie itself is just a moot point. Yeah, it's just a movie. The the movie itself is a moot point. It's the fact that people like people won't believe I watched the movie unless I just post a hundred memes about it in the first thirty six hours it's available. It's just like T V shows like, Oh, the finale just happened. No one will believe I watched it unless I spoil it for everyone. Unless I talk about it, you know, relentlessly. I remember in the early days of social media, that type of thing was, you know, I won't say that it was frowned upon, but it was just like, man, you know, it just was seen as like, you know, um, not outrageous, but just kind of like, you know, 
oh man, look at them. They're, you know, interacting with the world in such a different way. Now it's like, you know, mandatory. Oh, you know, if you're watching this, you need to talk about it as well. And you have to post about it. Relentlessly, constantly, every waking constantly. moment. Oh, Jordan, to, to, to your point, we can't eat a meal of food. People won't believe you ate unless you take a picture of your food first. There's a such thing as called food porn. You know, I mean, sometimes you got to, sometimes the plates just look in a certain type of way. Now, hey, I get I'm, it. Do we go out to a nice restaurant and I had a great steak and I just kind of want to take a picture of it? I get that. I've been at restaurants and seen people literally scoot out from the chair, hit the shot from like two or, di- two or three different angles. Didn't like the first couple of shots. Wanted some better lighting. Like, come on. We do, we're do doing too much. It's, it's a lot. You know, some people, though, that's like their whole thing. It's like food and blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's like, it's whatever. But, you know, it's just getting to be like every aspect of our life is just, you know, social media. And every aspect of our life has to be posted and liked or else we didn't experience it. Yeah. I mean, to the bird box point. I also see this with the, <laughs> I also see the whole, I have to talk about it relentlessly or people won't believe I saw it. You ever go to like a show you're into, like the show page and see people post comments on there? Cause that's always entertaining The Like this season's terrible. I'm here to let everyone know I won't be watching anymore. What? Not, yeah. No, I don't typically do, uh, do stuff like that, you know, just cause I, I don't want any spoilers. And most of the people that, you know, Watch the things that I watched are complete idiots. So yes. they don't know. They don't know what I know about the show. You know what I mean? And that just leads to more internet beef. If so and so dies, I'm not watching anymore. If this happens, I'm not watching anymore. Then take the fuck off. Why are you on the page telling us? Because right. I, I wouldn't have known the show unless I knew Randall Jones from from Kearney, Nebraska's feelings on if so and so dies on The Walking Dead. I can't go on another episode unless I know his position. On right. the show, he luckily he announced it for us in a formal fashion on the show page. You know, I haven't seen that show since Carl died. Spoilers! What are you doing? Easy. Come on, man! That I'm was kidding. like two seasons. It was a joke. It was. It was. A, I'm totally <laughs> caught up. It's okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yo, come on, man! That was forever ago. I haven't seen like any. I haven't seen anything. Like I literally cannot watch that show. Oh, I'll take the bait, Jordan. Why? Because Carl is dead. Oh my God, you're one of them. I was so... <laughs> yes. Fuck Carl. I was so happy when Carl died. Carl was oh, the worst man, character on that fucking show. Carl might be top three white men that have grown up on TV. I will throw this laptop into the parking lot if you ever speak such lies through the, you through can't, the input and output connections. You can't name another... You can't name... Other than maybe uh, Neil Patrick Harris, well, he wasn't a little boy though. Doogie Howser, but he didn't turn into. A, I'm saying went from the transition of little boy to young to you know the adolescent to young man into early adulthood. Like Doogie Howser, you know he was a little boy basically throughout the show. Doogie Howser, Starship Troopers, How I Met Your Mother, Neil Patrick Harris is the goat. Well, you're talking about the actor. I'm talking about just the character. Just one character? Yeah. Just he, the character. He wore that the character rat- of Carl. He wore the that ratty-ass, disgusting hat for a timeline of roughly six Come years. On. 
like Come at on. one point, like you a grown Come ass on. man now, dog. You a grown on, ass man. man. Take the hat off. And he just like <laughs> couldn't he couldn't go without the hat. Then the shitty eye patch with the bad special effects makeup. Whoa, on it. whoa, man! You're just really like just cruising oh. for a bruising. You're yeah, cruising sorry. for a bruising. First of all, as far as TV hero, Rick Grimes is the greatest of all time. I would march in the hell for Rick Grimes. Well, no, I mean, but he was a man when the show started, and he was a man the entire time. You know, Rick Grimes is. You know, he just is Rick Grimes. He's that man. He's the like, Tom Brady. He's the Tom Brady of television. Yes, yes, absolutely, one thousand percent. Well, well, well. The Tom Brady? I don't know. Maybe like Walter Walter White might be the Tom Brady. I could see your position. Why you're saying that? I could see where you're coming from saying that. When Rick well, Grimes died. I was fighting back tears. I was I fighting, wanna, genuinely fighting back tears. I didn't want to watch that. I would. I, I knew that he was going to die because he, he said so before the season. But I'm not going to watch that. It was heavy. I'm it not watching that. He- like I wanted to go pull. I wanted to pour some malt liquor out outside. Like for real. Like damn. I am not watching that. You know. I will. I will. I don't know the circumstances. So the circumstances to- will rip your heart out. Rip your heart out. They, if there was a way to kill off the goat, that's how you kill off the goat. Don't don't let don't let people down easy. Destroy them, like break right. them on the way out. Right. Yeah. True. True. You know what? Whew, I don't know if I can watch it, but you can watch you know, it out of context right now, and it would make sense. Okay. All right. Like I'm sure one of those like they made this. This is the Rick Grimes dies episode. Like period. That's why this episode was made. Nice. I do got to check it out. So. Um, you know, that's one thing though. People got away from doing that, spoiling The Walking Dead on the internet, because Walking Dead is the OG of Bird Box. You know, oh know yes, that. Walking Dead was the most spoiled show on on all yes. of social media. That yes. and like Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones wasn't as bad as the spoilers because there wasn't as many episodes. But yes, you're right. right. Walking Dead and- is the most spoiled show on social media. And Game of Thrones is a premium show. Comes on HBO. You got to pay for that. And Walking Dead comes on, you know, comes on, you know, the, the regular cable package with AMC. So, um, you know, you have to, you got to spend a little bit more money to spoil Game of Thrones. But like Walking, um, but Walking Dead, like when Theo Karamanica or TJ Harper, yes, I'm calling you both out, would spoil those. And, and those people, you would say something to them like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" Like I haven't even seen it yet. Like. Not my fault you haven't seen it yet. The episode just ended 20 minutes ago. Right, right. Like, bro, it's 10 10. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> can we get a 24 hour, like, buffer? Give people 24 hours. I'm not saying three man. weeks, 24 hours. Let them go to work the next day, come home, and turn it on. Give them that much. Right, right. Yeah, I think people are in such a rush. People are in such a fear, like, oh, if I'm not talking about it right now, then. You know, I'm not a part of the crowd that's talking about it right now. Like it's, it's you know, it, it was, it's, a, it's a sickness, man. Like people just, you know, they, they throw. The, you have to have etiquette on social media too. I could spoiler etiquette is a class they should teach at local community colleges for the love Absolutely. of fuck. I saw an animalistic bastard ruin. I don't remember his name when the first new Star Wars movie dropped. Not that it was good or anything. Uh, you talking about you talking about uh, space solo the solo fo- the Force Awakens like the very first oh, okay. new one uh, okay have you I, well I'm assuming you've seen are you a Star Wars fan I've seen it uh, someone on opening night posted on Facebook Han Solo dies oh I remember that you I remember that motherfucker <laughs> you I'm talk- 
They posted it like that Thursday night, like the early opening. You have no soul. You are a yeah. piece of garbage. Yeah, I remember that. They were like, yeah, Han Solo dies. <laughs> oh, and they, they, they made something. They said something about the, you know, Kylo Ren's character, too. I forget. They kind of spoiled that as well. We can be proud of our communities. Uh, acceptance and you know negligence of certain individuals and allowing them to rise to the top jordan tell me more well uh, according to my timeline um recently there was a uh, r kelly documentary it premiered on life lifetime surviving r is what they called it they had some uh, people who knew him yep. people who were related to him and uh, they spilled the beans on <laughs> Who he is as a person, what he likes, what he says, what he does. Now, I'm not defending illegality because if illegality took place, this is not applicable. But R. Kelly is the most thrown under the bus man I've ever seen. Like, we're going to tell the world about all your freak shit. Like, you have no more privacy. (laughs) (laughs) We're throwing it. You think Bill Clinton felt outed? You think Tiger Woods felt outed when his shit went down? No. R. Kelly has been just drugged through the streets, maybe justifiably depending on the le- how the legal system views it, but I digress. Go on. So, you know, what, and like you said, you know, depending on how you feel, I think a lot of people feel how they feel and they just keep it moving as far as R. Kelly's concerned, as far as a musician is concerned. I mean, you can't, personally, I, I find it difficult. I'm not saying that I can separate the person from what they do. Cause I, I have trouble. If I think that you did something, I'm probably going to have a hard time listening to your music. So instead of me throwing a guy like XXX Tentacion under the bus, I just choose, you know what? I'm not going to listen, you know, like maybe there's talent, maybe not. I don't know. I don't care, but I'm not going to bash you. And I'm not, but I'm not going to throw you under the bus either. I'm just going to choose to not support you. Now, in your you know? position, I know you are very passionate about not acknowledging any of Bill Cosby's work. You've been very clear about that. Absolutely. 100%. I'm not like, I don't think we're on two different positions. I'm not seeking out Bill Cosby's work by any stretch. But if I right. roll past an episode of The Cosby Show, I don't necessarily turn it off. Right. I mean, The Cosby Show, for what it is, is a lot to a lot of different people. R. Kelly, to me, he was never my favorite anyway. Ooh, that's a bold statement. R. Kelly, ooh, top five R&B, top pure R&B singers, at least male. Male, no question about it. I don't listen to R&B. Fair, fair enough. Well, I guess there goes that argument. Yeah, like, I mean, I do. Like, of course I listen to it, but, you know, and I know the words, and, you know, it's, it's good music. But on my phone, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, mostly like backpacker hip hop or, you know, jazz music or even some EDM. But like, I don't like R. Kelly. He's got classic music, but I didn't I never rushed to hear it at any point in my life other than maybe trapped in the closet. Uh, but, I just I learned an amazing term that maybe I should research on social media. Backpacker hip hop. I've always looked for a name for the hip for that genre. And you just fucking it. Did you make that up? No, that's what they call people like J. Cole, Kendrick, Lupe, Common, yeah. Kanye West at one point. Kanye West actually wore a backpack at one point. Yes. But by backpack hip-hop, you mean hip-hop. <laughs> They're just basically hip-hop. <laughs> right, right. More yeah. or less. 
Right, right, yeah. The stuff that's not what they call it, mumble rap. Like, no, don't get me wrong. Stuff. I might like the opposite. I'm more of a greasy, dirty Southern trap music where the right. where the, the lyrics are almost incoherent, but the bass is so over engineered that my phone's about right. to explode. I think if a person wants to go listen to R. Kelly, be my guest. Yeah, as far as me personally, though. If uh, if I have visual evidence that you did something morally depraved, I mean, I can't argue with evidence, man. If, like Johnny Cochran said, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. I saw that piss, so he did that shit. So I, She definitely pissed on a little girl. Ladies and gentlemen, the fact that he is not currently in jail is amazing. If, he, if he's only getting outed and having his name drugged through the mud, he should consider himself lucky. You filmed yourself well, the, aggressively that, breaking the law. His music has, inc- has enjoyed a 16% increase in sales. I tell you, I'll tell you, our people are very fickle. We have strong moral stances on so much, but Extension can threaten his girl with the butcher knife. He was taken too soon. Music just goes diamond. R. Kelly, he's, right. a, he's a sick pervert who took us all hostage and I feared for my life. 16% increase in music. Kanye West, I support Donald Trump. And the same people who will post anti-Trump rhetoric, regardless of your position, but the same people who will post anti-Trump rhetoric will then wholeheartedly go out and buy a pair of Yeezys the same day. Like, that's not, that's a double standard, guys. Like, either, either you're opposed to one thing or you support one thing. You can't be in the middle like that. People exist in the middle. Hey, you know, people are allowed to be complex and like what they like. I mean, me personally, I don't care about Donald Trump. I support Yeezy, no matter what's going on. You know, him and he could take a picture with whomever, and I'm going to find a way to bail him out. Bill Cosby? You know? If he takes a picture with Bill Cosby? If he took a picture with Bill Cosby, then he was just, you know, trying to, obviously he was trying to partake some, you know, some wisdom. Oh, oh my God. Who got caught up in the system? I mean, listen. Oh, if, if Kanye West still wants to like Bill Cosby, that that's like you said. You still watch this show. I'm not fucking, you know. Oh fuck you, man. You know. So like, look. If you want to still watch Bill Cosby, if Kanye wants to still watch Bill Cosby, okay. that's cool. Me personally, I'm not gonna watch it no more. Hey, I feel you. You know what? It's just a situation where we're on two different ideals. Kanye West can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> But I do have some uh, some things in life are best done when you do it yourself. Damn! And that's why uh, I would like to share up some of the DIY roastings of this installment of Socially Acceptable. For those of you All who right. don't know, I, I love to watch people wallow in their own misery. So when a sports team has had a particularly deflating performance or is really underachieving and the fans are showing some form of upheaval, I like to visit their social media page and just kind of soak it in. So I like to soak it in. We're not we're not late enough in the NBA season where people have truly just jumped off of the bridge yet. I went to the Phoenix Suns page and people are still positive, which was upsetting. And frankly, right. frankly, it's a little been, shocking, honestly. It's been over. It's been over. Yeah, it's very, very, very over. But people are still positive <laughs> there. And that's not at all what I'm interested in. So I went to the New York Jets fan page on Instagram and Christopher. I, Christopher Simmons, spelled just like it sounds, writes on IG, and it's very simple and to the point. Quote, I'm in an abusive relationship with this team. Sad face emoji, sad face emoji, sad face emoji. Much like all long, long-term New York Jets fans I know, this man has taken a lifetime of emotional abuse and doesn't see the end coming anytime soon. I don't know why. Why, why be a Jets fan? All the New Yorkers I know are the most dejected New York Jets fans. You've, they they have nothing. 
usually they, they lean on the Yankees to feel joy of any sort, but then the Knicks do nothing for them <laughs> and or the Nets. So they've got nothing. The Yankees are their, are their only form of joy. They got the Giants? Uh, you If you're a Jets fan, you're not a Giants fan. Why? They're two. They're two different teams in the same city. Like most Chicago, most Chicago like uh, White Sox fans aren't Cubs fans. Most Clippers fans aren't Lakers fans. Well, in those instances, those are good teams. So if you, you can, <laughs> yes, you can like are, the Clippers. Joel. Yeah, you can like the Clippers or the Lakers, and and you know have a rivalry. But if you're a fucking New York fan, then you better take what to get. <laughs> you don't have you, an option. For those of you who don't know, Jordan is an equal opportunity fan. He will not let these teams drag him down. His, no, not at all. His, good for him. His loyalty is for sale, and frankly, I respect it. I, res- right. I mean, I'd rather have that than be sitting around looking like a Panthers fan right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you've been thinking I've been told y'all he wasn't gonna do nothing for you <laughs> but like there's nothing worse than putting all of your emotional eggs in a basket to just get by n- nothing in return I mean you're nothing. in the negatives they've nothing. taken they've taken something from you right and we can't enjoy basketball we can't enjoy football we can't enjoy baseball hockey <laughs> I mean shit you know that's why you know racing you know, fuck, I don't care about racing, but I'll go out there and have a good time because at least then we can have somebody do something. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to take this party to a place that's oh so familiar. A place where they offer all expenses paid vacations in late February. Yes, folks, we're going to South Beach. Coral Gables, a suburb of Miami, because the Miami Hurricanes football page has struck again. Zach, Z-A- C-K underscore 89 writes on the Miami Hurricanes football page, quote, M. LOL, this fucking team is just straight trash. All the fucking players fucking flat out trash, exclamation. Coaches fucking suck. I hope Manny Diaz goes because he fucking sucks. This whole fucking coaching staff fucking sucks. There's nothing left to look forward to, end end quote. Now, when I started this segment, this is the type of stuff I started this segment for. I want to hear people broken. I want to hear them dejected. I want this team to push them to the brink and have nothing left. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, that's what sports does to you. It, it really, um, I don't know if I ever spoke on here about it, but uh, during quote-unquote rivalry week, oh, I, made, God. I made the disaster of a mistake of getting involved. Like, you know, like there were some guys just stomping and doing shit, and I was like, oh, yeah, they're a bunch of class acts. And people were like, you get the fuck out of here, man. This is sports. (laughs) Hey, Jordan did reach out to me, and I had to explain to him the intricacies of Rivalry Week and how disrespect is a huge part of Rivalry Week. We really have no love for each other out here, quite frankly. Hey, they made it clear. (laughs) Yeah, and Jordan did not quite grasp the savagery and actually got responded to by an ESPN anchor. Yeah, you folks, that's right. Jamel Hill fired back at our very own Splash Jordan. And I was like, hey, you know, well, shit. Well, I got your attention, Jamel, you know, but. Why don't, um, why don't you go ahead and give me a little endorsement video for this podcast? Shoot, you know, yeah, that's what I wanted, an endorsement for my podcast. Yeah, nah, you know, so, but I was more of like a video game and, you know, uh, 
kids hanging out after school kind of guy. So sports was never really like my, my, my thing. Not until I turned into like, you know, uh, in my late twenties and I learned that you could make money off of it. Then I got to be like very interested. Or you grew into your adult body and you played teenagers and you realized I'm so much physically stronger than you. God. I, I could really, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the God <laughs> this is of, great. Of, of every, of all sports. As long as I'm playing teenagers <laughs> and I'm a man, then I'm the best one. Absolutely. And as we all know, bullying is the cornerstone of success in life. Hey, you know, like the, the anti-bullying campaigns, I think, are doing more harm than good. You need to get bullied. Yeah, someone in life in some form needs to motivate or drive you to be a better version of you. Not all right. the time in life when things work out or you're performing in an inferior fashion. Is someone going to come through? Uh, grant you a do-over or a mulligan and even the playing right. field for you. If right. this dude is is pushing me around and, and physically intimidating me, instead of me going home and just narfing down Cheetos and tugging at the bottom of my shirt because I'm putting on weight and feeling bad for myself, I'm going to take some karate classes. I'm going right. to eat less I'm going to eat less Cheetos. I'm going to lift some weights. And guess what? Maybe maybe that fight between me and you or him may or may not happen, but it's indirectly forced you to be a better, better version of you. Right, right. And like, how many times like do you see like at the gym, like if you're a boxer or you're someone who's like, you know, a fighter in your training, you put a picture of someone you don't like on the punching bag and that, you know, gives you some motivation to dig deep. They don't ever put a picture of puppies and and, um, and tulips and sunsets on a punching bag because you don't want to punch that. That doesn't get you mad. Let's do this. Well, uh, fire away, Jordan. This is going to be a heavy episode. Hit me with these doozies. I'm a um I'm a fly through them because they're both neither one of them I have two I couldn't decide if the other one was a doozy or not so I included them both because I think together they provide quite a wallop okay okay so moving fast through uh my first so called doozy and that is uh that is Johnny Blunt Johnny spelled J O H N Y B L U N T um. So Johnny Blunt apparently has children with a person who is no longer with him. <coughs> In fact, <coughs> this person is married to another man named Antonio Wall. Now, uh, Antonio Wall is a black man. Johnny Blunt is a white man, and he has children with a white woman. This white woman's now married to a, a Antonio Hall, a black man, okay? So now that I got you brought up, this was a post that Antonio, well, apparently there's some friction between Antonio and Johnny. And so Antonio took the Facebook to uh, post a message sent to him from Johnny. And I'll read it now. <coughs> LOL. You a silly nigger. Oh. Nigger spell. N-K-G-G-E-R. Trust me. I will see you one day, nigger. N-I-G-G-E-R. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And when it does, just know, I'm not going to hesitate to break every bone in your nigger face, arms, and legs, motherfucker. Can't stress enough, folks. He is quoting someone else. He is quoting someone else. This is a quote I'm reading. I want you to understand, I hate niggers. It's not a joke, dude. Hate niggers. All righty. End quote. So, you know, um... Antonio posted that on his wall, and he, you know, uh, he drugged Johnny for a while. I think I think it's still going back and forth, actually, the exchange. Good I felt, Lord. Right. There, I just felt the hate 
you know, jump straight through the phone and, and, and you know, try to entice me into, you know, getting involved. But you know, <laughs> oh, I, I, I passed it by. However, I was going to say this same- was the same man who started this show saying he was going to turn, he was going to stop being involved in things like this. Right. But I'm right. glad you resisted. Really, I resisted. Now, here's the situation. Same day, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and this is by A.O. Everett. A.O. spelled A-Y-O Everett, E-V-E-R-E-T-T. And this is story time. Now, he went to his Facebook timeline and he wanted, he had a story in his heart that he wanted to get, you know, off his chest, right? And so here's the, um, here's the, the, the status. And I'll just read you just a couple of the comments. Story time. The time I robbed the insurance man. What? Okay. You have yeah, my so you have my attention. Yes, yeah, so he's now going to regale us of a time when he robbed the insurance man in his local community. Um, he has since served some prison time behind this. Um, I think he's on papers as well. So I guess it's okay for him to talk about it. But I just was wondering why. Um, but when I read these comments, I knew exactly why. And these comments are also made by AO. So here's one. I had seen his ass coming through. Take two. I had seen his ass coming through the town every month on Tuesday and Thursday. So one Tuesday, I said, fuck it. I'm going to get his ass. What? He think it's sweet. End quote. So uh, he goes on to detail, you know, how he found him, what he did, what he did after, and how he was caught. Um, So I guess A.O. was just feeling like, you know, he wanted to start the new year. You know, being an open book and tell us all about the time he robbed the insurance man. Living his truth. Living his truth. I mean, hey, and these, just so you know, I don't know either one of these gentlemen didn't pay them. I just went to my timeline and said, hey, you know, I even spoke to you. I said, I don't have a doozy yet. So I went to my timeline and said, hey, speak to me, man. Speak to me. (laughs) And guess who found me? It was Johnny Blunt and A.O. Everett. They found me. Lord. They found me. So, you know, shouts out to them for providing, you know, a, a one-two punch this episode um, with just their overall level of ignorance. I don't know what to say. And A-O spelled A-Y-O, Everett, E-V-E-R-E-T-T on Facebook. Um, so I'll just read only his comments. So uh, so one Tuesday I said, fuck it, I'm going to get it. He said, uh, I already been in prison for it, so they can't do nothing now. I was going to get him in the lane. But I said, I can't make the hood hot. My nigga's going to be mad as a motherfucker. (laughs) But back to my story. So I got me a ride to the corner field to go get me some tree. I was like, fuck the insurance, man. So when I get my weed, I see his ass again. I said, man, it must be meant for me to rob his ass. So I go by Mother Steeler's Gandy house and get a bike out of her yard. Matter of fact, I stole the bike to do that, to do to that day because wasn't nobody at her house then i follow the man white insurance car so he pulling by so he pull in by big boy grandma house by high rise so i pull in across the street on my bike i don't got no gun or nothing so i'm like damn huh? i'm gonna rob his ass so i was just like fuck it i'm gonna snatch this nigga back and just get back on the bike i stole so i post up on the side of big boy grandma house and wait on him to come on out but big boy grandma will walk out with him walk out with him So I'm like, damn, what's she doing? So I was like, fuck it. It's all or nothing. I just ran out of nowhere and snatched the bag. The insurance man fell. I took off running. I looked back and he was running right behind me, running. I said, what the fuck? (laughs) So 
So I run through Champ Yard and jump the fence. The insurance man fell again. And when he tried to jump the fence, LOL, I was laughing and running through Rico Rankin Yard. I ran to Sunny Boy House and hid about five minutes. Next thing you know, police was outside. I hid under an ironing board and a trash bag. When they came in, they didn't even see me. So they pull off, and a crackhead gave me a ride to the lane. I went to Nishan <laughs> Gandhi Grandma House and took a shower. And that's when I seen my cousin Tootie. I gave him some money because that's my people. Then I went to Laurel. I stay on the run 11 months. Police get me at Droopy House trying to get some leftover 4th of July food on July 5th. LOL. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Yeah, and and that's how that's how the story ended. He was he was eventually cornered and captured, trying to reheat some leftover Fourth of July food. That's social media, folks. These we live in a time where people, we have a platform to share our our most insightful thoughts, inspirations, suggestions, and 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 helpful info that can help people better themselves or uh, attain some of their hopes and dreams. And this is what we use it for. <laughs> The time I robbed the insurance man. Do you have any parting shots for our wonderful friends on the world of the internet? Did you rob the insurance man recently? Um, I haven't robbed the insurance man. Uh, just be on the lookout. Uh, make sure you uh, follow my page, House of Splash, on Instagram and Twitter. Also, you can go to my website, thehouseofsplash.com, buy my merchandise, and be on the lookout for the first live episode uh, You know, featured during a site to see. It'll be in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, early 2019. As soon as I have a date, which I will for you, a date and a venue by next episode, then uh, I'll pass it on to you guys. Facebook and Instagram, AJ Presents the Greater Good, live show February 23rd, ladies and gentlemen. Socially Acceptable right. can be found on fa- on uh, Spotify and iTunes. And on Instagram at Socially Acceptable, SMDH. Jordan, that's why he's the brains of this operation. He's smarter and better at this than I am. Yes, uh, socially acceptable. Shake my damn head, SMDH. Socially acceptable, SMDH on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe, and give us a follow on the gram, folks. All right, we out. All right, peace. Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, starting at 99 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.